Welcome to Vegan Snack Attack. It's me, John, your host, and I am here with a very, very special guest. Uh, we've, we've done a few episodes that have not involved people who uh, have to do with the vegan food world, uh, such as, um, well, I guess Apple Brains still, the children's musician uh, sings about fruits and vegetables, so I guess that's still connected to the food world and veganism. But I'm here with James Spooner, who's a not only a vegan tattoo artist because he is vegan himself, but he gives vegan tattoos. Welcome to the show, James. Hey, thanks for having me. So, James, why don't you just uh, give me a little bit of your backstory into the world of veganism? Um, well, I got I became vegan like uh, about 20 years ago. Um, when I was 16, I was involved in the early 90s kind of hardcore scene, and um, the. I kind of got into it through a combination of like crusty and straight edge, um, both of which were very like animal rights, um, you know, uh, directed at the time. So, um, you know, when I heard like a band like Drop Dead like sing a 16 song, about, 16 second song about vivisection, I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> was it was it a quick transition and decision for you or did you like dabble with it did you try vegetarianism first or was it just like bam I'm going vegan I the year before I was like in a punk band singing about eating meat so I was you know I mean it was definitely quick in an overall sense but I did like you know first cut out red meat and then like a few months later you know cut out dare like what did I you know maybe birds or whatever and you know I, I, I was only vegetarian for like a, a week or something you know uh-huh. like I, I I I actually had my last like I, I was like I remember I went out I went out I bought a pair of canvas vans and I went to BBQ's which is like this local barbecue restaurant in New York and I so you're from New York yeah I'm from New York um, so 16-year-old, Lower East Side, Washington Square Park kind of vibe. Went out, I bought a pair of canvas vans, went to BBQ's, um, the barbecue chain restaurant, ordered a plate of baby back ribs, ate it, and then went vegan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so that, that was your last, your last uh, meal before yeah, you were vegan. Exactly. Yeah, Interesting, choice. Interesting choice. Interesting <laughs> choice. Uh, so, and that, you, you were telling me before we started recording, that was 16 years ago? No, 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 that was 20, oh, I was 16 20. years old. Oh, you were 16 years old. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just, you know, I became vegan, and then I was like, like most, you know, first and second year vegans, I was like super militant and like very like uh, about it, you know, and I, um, I had a zine called Blinded by Lies, Blinded by Drano. And Excellent. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, and it was like obviously a vegan zine. And then 
later I had another zine called uh, Kidney Room, which um, I conti- I talked about other things, but veganism was a big part of it. Um, got like a ton of people to like convert over over time, and you know, was just always into uh, was just really like like because bef- this was like before the internet. I was like the guy that people would write me letters and say like, "Is BHT vegan?" And then I would like write you know, whoever, and find out, you know. Uh-huh. So I would be like, I have a letter from, you know, there was a while people were saying natural flavoring and, and ketchup wasn't vegan. Huh. So I wrote to Kinds and, like, <laughs> found it. And they're, like, they're actually, actually, by law, if something is labeled ketchup, it can't have animal products in it. Really? Yeah. So, you know, there's, you know, I was, like, kind of, like, the research guy that people, you know, about ingredients and stuff, you know. That's great. Kind of a, a pioneer because now everybody's... It's so easy to just send an email to a company and find out. Oh, yeah. Uh, so back in the day, you did all the, the hard legwork sending out actual... actual letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. And zines, it, I, I feel like zines were the like original... DIY, like the original podcast almost, oh, yeah. where it was like you can reach a large number of people, uh, and it was all very DIY and cheap, and uh, like anybody could do it. It's like you don't have to have a publisher, you could just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like the, I guess, the 90s version of um, the 90s written version of podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I first saw like blogs, I was like, oh, these are zines, except for, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Um, it was definitely, a, you know, a cool experience, and you know, it, it was it was very easy because everybody I knew was vegan. It was like I could like count on my hand the amount of kids I hung out with who weren't vegan, you know. So it was very uh, it was a, it was a you know a tight knit group of kids that you know we would you know we would go to go to shows and argue about like militant veganism versus like you know education or whatever you know what i'm saying it's like it was it was never like a question of whether we should be vegan or not it's like how do we you know implement this to the rest you know yeah so you were a recruiter you were a big time recruiter i think in the in the early years i definitely i definitely was i was definitely one of those like annoying vegans that like (laughs) you know was would take any opportunity to tell people about tortured animals and stuff like that so you think that's kind of mellowed out a little bit Definitely. Like I, I, like I wish I could somehow reach my my uh, my fellow vegans on Facebook without. Like I wish there was like a like filter that would filter out gross pictures of like dying animals. Because like I like I just don't need to see that every day. Like I've been, you know, like I've been vegan for twenty years. It's not going to change. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. So uh, and you've taken your personal beliefs and you've incorporated it into what you do for a living and uh so how long have you been a tattoo artist um i've been tattooing uh relatively short it's been four years okay and then you you were telling me before we recorded that you did a whole bunch of other things um what made you decide to switch over to doing tattoo art um well i was a i I mean I, i was a sculptor i was uh you know, so I did fine arts. I obviously was involved in the arts. Um, I found uh, I became a documentarian, and um, was had like a really huge following um, based on my film work. And 
you know, was excited to be able to reach people and make a positive change um, in the world through my art. Um, but eventually I just got tired of, of the film industry and, you know, the, uh, it's just, it wasn't fulfilling for me doing everything on the computer and whatever. So um, around the same time I was considering leaving the film world, I was getting tattooed a lot and I had, I just was kind of like, what am I going to do now? What could I respect myself doing in the future? What could I look around? What could I tell people I am and still have a sense of respect for myself and f from them, you know? And um, as I was w getting tattooed and seeing the environment, I was like, this is something that I could imagine myself doing, you know? Um, and once I um, kind of got the go-ahead from, from um, my elders, so to speak, I, um, I was like, no stopping me. I was like, so in it, you know? Hello. Um, the mail delivery is here. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's great. And then when you started doing the, the tattoos, were they always vegan? No. For the first, like, year, year, year and a half, something like that, I, um, just like everyone else, it never occurred to me that they were not vegan or that they could be. I, it just I never even crossed my mind. I mean... Well, that's the thing is, I mean, I had no idea, and I, I feel like I saw an article somewhere, or maybe I saw, like, a posting somewhere in, like, Silver Lake being, like, vegan tattoos, and then I was like, what is that all about? So tell me, what about regular tattoo inks and pigments is not vegan? Um, okay, so the non-vegan the non ingredient in, in inks uh, would be um, animal-based glycerin. For the most part. Oh, okay. Which is a commonly found thing in a lot of foods that people probably overlook, too. Yeah, I mean, basically... Uh, and also, like, medications and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is, like, okay, so ink is... Ink has three um, ingredients. Pigment, glycerin, distilled water. Um, the pigment is proprietary. There's no um, regulation, no FDA, nothing... Mm -hmm. So there's no so people the the companies don't have to tell you what's in the pigments, but um, these pigments are uh, you know I mean it's anything from herbs and rocks and you know whatever it's you know it's what what things have been made out of to make color for for centuries, um, but the the glycerin is. Uh, it can be animal based or it can be vegetable based and those things uh, that's just really up to the the um, manufacturer you know what, what what would make the manufacturer decide between one over the other probably just price I imagine you know it's because it's exact same thing it does exact same job um, so the majority of what what a lot of vegan tattooers don't want you to know because they're like trying to put the fear of, of uh, non-veganism in you uh -huh. is that the majority of reputable tattoo inks are vegan. Okay. Like there are quite certainly some popular brands that are not vegan and that's kind of where you gamble, you know, and okay. it's mostly with the black. Okay. All right. Why, why would it be with the black? 
just because um, there are more possibilities for non-vegan ingredients in the black. Okay. There's a couple. There's a company or two that uses bone char. Oh, okay. So they're going beyond the uh, the three ingredient. Yeah, because um, the black it's like black ink and colored ink are, are have different consistencies. There, there's different. I mean, I'm not like a. a, a chemist or anything. I haven't actually made my own ink, so... Be- being a chemist was not one of your jobs before becoming a tattoo artist? <laughs> no. So, you know, I don't know a lot about, about it all. I tend to trust the manufacturers because they, um, you know, they're small, like, they're, they're people like me, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just trying to make a quality product for their own customers and, you know, some those customers are both people who are getting tattooed and tattoo artists, you know? Right. So, um... So a, a very popular black for the last, uh, in, in previous decades, um, was uh, just drawing talents, drawing ink and, pal- and pelican, both of which you can buy at the art store. Right. Um, neither of those are vegan. They contain shellac. They have all kinds of other random shit in them. And uh, those are really... That, that was like the industry standard up until like I don't know maybe 10 years ago okay so there's a lot of people who still use it um, but you know when I came into a, a shop and worked with like five different guys 90 something percent of the inks that everybody used were already vegan okay um, so it's it's like uh, the devil is in the details you know sure um, it's not necessarily the thing that people always like, what about the ink? Is the ink vegan? Is the ink vegan? It's like, okay, so let's assume that the ink is vegan, you know? What about the soap that they're, they're using right. on you? What about the, the um, ointments that they're rubbing? You know, what about the stencil? There, there's, there's, there's so many, like, liquids that are, that are put on you throughout the tattoo process that as a client, you don't even necessarily notice that, like, we're squeezing soap and wiping you down and we're like, you know, rubbing ointment on you in between every pass of the needle and all those things, all those industry standards are not vegan. Okay, the industry standards. Yeah, so like 90-something percent of tattoo artists use a soap called green soap. It's just like the industry standard. I don't know why, it just is. And it's not vegan. Um, Right. The... um, the petroleum jelly is not vegan. Um, A and D ointment is the is like the number one industry standard. Lanolin and petroleum, it's it's not vegan. You know, uh, Vaseline not vegan. You know, so there's there's things throughout it, and you know, and then a lot of people like, what do they put the stencil on uh-huh. with? You know, and that that stencil that that applicator, a big industry standard is is a speed stick deodorant. Okay. Um, sometimes they melt it down and they make, we, we'll make our own concoction, you know. But that's not vegan, and neither is uh, a product called Detol, which is a cleanser. If you've ever been to, like, the third world or in, in England, they uh-huh. use it everywhere. That's, like, an industry standard as well. Not it's a, it's amazing. Like, it's, like, every single element that goes into this... Uh, seems to be most commonly not vegan. Yeah. So and it's not like malicious or anything. It's just right. it's, it's just, just what same. it is, you yeah. know. And um, so you know like all I did was say like okay, what can I use instead of green soap? A, a, a 
something that's starting to make a, a, a comeback, uh, not a comeback, but starting to make its way into the industry is Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's. You know, a lot of us use that anyways. Um, so that was a great alternative. Um, you know, the stencil, there's a product called Stencil Stuff that is made by the tattoo industry, and it says right on the bottle, vegan friendly. That's great. So a lot of the tattoo inks, they'll, they actually advertise on the website, it'll say vegan friendly. Right, which I'm sure, even a few years ago, probably didn't do that. No, not at all. And the thing is, is like, they're, it seems like the people who are the most resistant to vegan tattoos are tattoo artists. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, there was just an article in Veg, Veg City, uh, or Veg News or Veg something. News. Yeah, um, and there's, like, this long thread, and it's, like, an argument, so to speak, a discussion between me and this other guy who's, like, <laughs> total, I'm not even the article. I'm just making a comment, you know, and uh -huh. we're going back and forth about whether tattoos should be vegan, you know? Right. And it's just like, dude, it's not, there's, there's zero difference in the application for the artist, and there's zero difference in the long-term, like, staying power of the tattoo, so, like, why would you not do it that way? If there's a, if there's a demand, why not fill the demand and make some more money, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's actually, uh, when, I, when I was telling some people who have a lot of tattoos or uh, know a lot about tattoos, when I met, tell them about vegan tattoos, they're just like, well, you know, what about it isn't vegan, and so on and so forth, and we've covered that, but a lot of people also ask if they, you know, fade. Last as long. Yeah, yeah. they last as like long. Like somehow, like, uh, rubbing some fat on your tattoo will like, make <laughs> it last longer, you know? Well, I mean, it's it's a good question. I mean, it, well, I it's kind of assume that you're using like a like soy ink or right, like a substitute. Yeah, yeah, like we're you know, I'm I'm in in the, in the shop like mixing like pigment and tofu. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's which I'm sure would be delicious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I, I think that um, there uh, there's without a doubt no difference in the what you walk away with you know uh -huh. the ink is the same you know um, if there's a difference it's just the glycerin and that doesn't make it the pigment is what is what makes the color you know right, right. Um, and uh, you know I kind of have a little theory about aftercare which contradicts the whole idea that that vegan tattoos would be less effective because where fading happens is usually in the aftercare. Okay. And um, if you are uh, slathering on A and D ointment, your body can't breathe. It can't. You know, the tattoo artists will always say, "Only use it Aquaphor or A and D. Uh -huh. Only use it for two days." You know, because your skin can't breathe, and if your skin can't breathe, it creates scabs those scabs end up with the tattoo ink coming out. Right. right? So um, for those people who don't listen or who weren't paying attention or put on too much ointment, they're doing themselves a disservice by using non-vegan aftercare because petroleum jelly is like the enemy, you know, uh -huh. for healing. So, um, you know, the, the stuff that I have and the, the few alternatives that are out there that are... Um, you know, tattoo 
uh, tattoo aftercares that are vegan um, are really, really nice. And you can use them all day long. And, and there's never, you know, unless you have, like, allergies to rosemary or something, you're... It's it's gonna be the best thing. Which you ever sounds find. awful, by the way. Allergy <laughs> to rosemary, man, this stuff's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, there's 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 like uh, the aftercare is also a big part of the whole vegan tattoo thing, and um, people don't think about it until after they've gotten tattooed, and they're like, right, Fuck, yeah, right. I can't even find. Like, you can't even go to the store and buy uh-huh. buy this stuff, you know. So um, so it, it's you know. I guess, you know, the difference between me and all the other tattooers is that I just streamlined that thing. If you care and you want to get a vegan tattoo, you don't have to break your neck trying to, like, you know, get that this and that or try to explain it to your artist. Like, hey, would you mind using this ointment and, you know, whatever. It's all uh-huh. uncomfortable. So I just, you know, I make that easy. And if you don't care, I have plenty of clients who aren't vegan. Like, all right, you just did a little service for the day. You sure. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, talking about your clients a little bit, like mm-hmm. who are some people who, what are the types of people that come to you rather than going to, I mean, you've only been around for four years, so maybe going to somebody who's been doing it for 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Um, well, excuse me, um, I've been, I want, first of all, I have to thank the vegan community like a lot because most people who have been tattooing for four years haven't tattooed nearly as much as I do, you know? Um, and a large amount of that um, business is from vegan, from vegans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I talk about the community a lot, and it's amazing the things that people will do to get the word across, and everyone's always excited to recommend and anything that they know, which is how I found out about you. I asked, I went on Twitter and I asked, in Los Angeles, who do I need to talk to about vegan tattoos? And everybody said you. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. So um, that should say a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, um, I get an email every day saying, like, hey, I want to get a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. And I know a lot of guys who've been tattooing for a lot longer than me who sit around most of the day, every day, you know. Um, so, so, you know, with practice has made me, you know, has has made me a better tattooer quicker. Um, and, uh, at any point, at at any rate, um, a lot of my clients, I basically have two, two genre, two, two kinds of clients. I have vegans for the obvious reasons, and then I have black people and that's mostly based on my film work my film work oh really so people just know who you are from what you've done in the past yeah and you know want to have some connection with you right yeah there. yeah like my 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 i made a film called afropunk and uh it was about black punk rockers so like my first hundred tattoos were people who were just like oh james from afropunk is tattooing now i want to get a tattoo you know what I'm saying? that's cool hey why not anything is, yeah it's good so how many tattoos do you think you've given over the past four years um, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, probably like 600 or something, but... It sounds like a lot to me, I well, know. You know, I tattoo two, three, you know, two, three-hour sessions a day, 
every like five days a week uh, um, that equals out to be a lot more than 600 but you know if it's a ten, if it's a 10 second star that's uh-huh. one tattoo and if it's like a 10 session sleeve that's one tattoo you yeah. know what I'm saying? so it's like no, that's true uh, <laughs> but that's I mean it's incredible that you've done so much in a very short period of time and I think a lot of it does have to do with the fact that you offer a different kind of service um, do you get a lot of people who just get tattoos about being vegan I have a fair share of those you uh-huh. know I've got like you know vegan chess piece vegan uh-huh. like just you know people always want to come in and just get like the word vegan or uh-huh. you know and I often try to talk them into um, putting a little bit more thought into it sure um and, uh, I mean, I'll do it, you know, but it's like, I just think that, uh, you know, for instance, I did this, this, not, and it's not, not for everybody, but I did this sleeve on this guy and it's like, he wanted a vegan revenge tattoo. He didn't know what that meant, but he just was like, I want it to be like dark and like, you know, like. So like he's resurrecting a cow that has been uh, slaughtered for its meat or something. <laughs> well, I ended up doing a kind of role reversal where the the cow is a butcher oh, and he's grind, he's good. grinding up all these human hands <laughs> and there's like a there's like two head, like human heads in a in a in a, a bucket you know I did like a cuter version of that for this other <laughs> a cuter version yeah it was like it was like a it was like a a cow where like in kind of like she was she was kind of wearing like a 50s dress, you know, like uh-huh. house, you know, housewife dress type thing. She was like holding a knife and, and holding back her uh, her calf with the other hand, you know. Uh-huh, and nice. she is kind of, and it said back off. Uh-huh. That's, <laughs> that's pretty cute. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, if you see the sleeve, it's very dark and like, you know. Do like, you have photos of, of these? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're not going. Great. Maybe I'll. Uh, Put them on the on Twitter or something okay, when we cool. uh, when we release this. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so what are what are some of the more interesting tattoos that you've given? Um, they don't necessarily have to be vegan themed, but mm-hmm. have you gotten some like crazy requests that you're just like, all right, here we go? Yeah, I mean, there's always um, I I always love it when someone comes to me with something that's just like totally off the wall, like. Um, this one woman, I, I'm going to start it next month. She's getting a full back piece of the painting Venus in Waiting. Okay. But they all have cat heads. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, you know, when I hear that kind of stuff, I mean, I'm always coming up with, like, you know, I have a, I have a client who um, is getting, like, a... a huge Battlestar Galactica tattoo. Excellent. You know, like, I love that kind of stuff. It's uh-huh. just like, and then, like, how can we, you know, what can we do to make this thing, like, silly, you know? Because uh-huh. it's so silly that you're even getting a Battlestar, you know? So I, like, put, like, the number six, the the silent. Right, 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 right. I put, like, her kind of, like, in this, like, Sears portrait style picture <laughs> with with a with a centurion. Sure. And there's like roses all around that. That's and, so funny. You know. That's great. Uh, have there ever been any times when you've really felt like you needed to talk somebody out of getting something that they wanted, or maybe a certain location on their body or something like that? Yeah, I mean, pretty much without fail, if. If, I, I don't know if I should put this out there now, but you know, if you come to me with an idea, almost ninety percent of the time I'm gonna like 
convince you to do something different <laughs> because it's not like not di- not completely like you know oh you want uh you you want to anchor how about this snake you know yeah. not, not like that but like um you know the reality is that most people aren't artists and most people most people's reference of tattoos are what they've seen and most sure. people's tattoos suck so <laughs> so they're you know so like for instance almost everyone who comes to me with like who wants more than three words uh-huh. I can I have a pretty good argument to sw- turn that into something that is visually striking you know um, so I have had people who come to me with like a poem I want this poem on my arm I'm like okay that's going to be a half sleeve worth, worth, worth of words rather than that why don't we illustrate this poem in a way that like you know in 20 years you're going to still love it you know so yeah I, I, I'm constantly trying to just get people to be more imaginative you know mm-hmm. and um, and it's always uh, welcomed you know, it's uh-huh. once it, once we get the idea down, and once we they see a drawing, and it's just like, wow! I never would have expected or even thought of this because I just wanted some dumb words on me, right? You right, know, right? So, um, so unless it's like a very straightforward, um, you know, I want to skull and anger, or I want to, you know, the Fraser City skyline. Uh-huh. It's just you know. It's easy. I mean, uh, it, it, I, I'll, I just ask them to, to think a little bit more. You know? Sure. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that you have a lot of books in here about animals and there's some flowers and stuff. Is that, is that for your artistic uh, kind of reference? Yeah. I, um, I love drawing uh, animals, women, and flowers. Animals, women, and flowers. <laughs> so if I... Um, it pretty much take any opportunity to um, to incorporate some of those things, yeah. you know. That's great. Um, so this episode we're going to do something a little bit different with the snack portion because uh, James isn't a big snacker, but he's definitely got to get fueled up before giving his tattoos. So why don't you tell us what we picked up before we started recording? Um, well, I, um, as you said, I'm not a snacker. I'm not a foodie. If I could, like, just wake up and be nourished and never eat again that would be fine like I you know I mean I I like flavors and all but more I like just doing what I have to do in the day and food seems to be constantly getting in the way Uh (laughs) Um, but usually every morning I'll either go to like Erewhon down the street Uh, Erewhon is fantastic grocery store yeah Um, so I'll go there and I'll get like a a tofu scramble wrap or something like that Um, or there's a there's a, a restaurant like three doors down from the from the shop called Deli Bar that um, I wandered into one day. It looks like it would be terrible because it's completely empty always, <laughs> um, and uh, you know it's a it's a deli, so there's like you know boar's head meat and everything around. Right, right. But they have the best veggie burger, and uh, do they make it, do they make it themselves? Yeah. Do you know what they use to make it? I don't know, but I, I have asked. You know, I did. Uh, I did put in the first few questions. You know, you have eggs, sure, you, have egg, sure. you put in milk, whatever cheese. Um, they they assured me that none of that stuff is in there, and um, yeah, 
I'm a big veggie burger connoisseur. Oh, okay. And uh, this is definitely one of the best. Excellent. And uh, so just so people know, your shop is on uh, Fairfax just north of Beverly in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so this is just a few doors uh, south of that. So um, definitely check it out. But I'm going to take a, a bite into this burger over here. I know you already got a little bit of a start. <laughs> yeah. And you definitely have to put the... Um, oh, what do we got to do here? The, it, it's got a little is bit of a this, kick This sauce? It. Yeah, it's like All some right. kind of like ketchup, mustard, and spiciness mix. Okay. So... Put a little bit of that on it. Got a nice little kick to it. All right. Going to put that on. Oh. All right, this thing looks really good. Ugh. The salad looks very impressive. I'm excited to dig into that. That is really good. Yeah. I'm not a huge burger person, but that is a really good veggie burger. Mm-hmm. Now, I heard that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mouthful. So they used to that. Before, yeah. Before getting tattooed, I hear it's important to be properly nourished. Yeah. Um, what's that all about? Um, it's just like sometimes people go, get faint because their blood sugar is low. Okay, so it's a blood sugar thing. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I've had a couple people uh, pass out or get get close to passing out on me, um, mm-hmm. and it's simply because you know. It was a hot day. They took the bus. They didn't eat. You know, they were running around. Right, right, so, right. You know, before you get tattooed, eat. You know, be properly hydrated. Best bet is to not be uh, hungover. You know? Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are all these little things that just are going to help you with the pain, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's basically it. I have my mouth full, so I'm going to try to be very polite about this. Just just in the way that I'm speaking right now. But what's the most common argument that you get from people when you tell them that you're a vegan tattoo artist? Should you get any complaint or arguments from people? Um, well, I, I, I'm thinking about the, the most recent one I heard was just that um, tattoos have been done for literally thousands of years. I mean, the original man that's, like, the oldest human remains found that still have skin Uh um, have tattoos. So, and it's, you know, they've always been done in such a way that um, may not be vegan, you know? So, who are we to, like, change the, you know, the traditions of this, that, and the other, you know? And, and, I was like, man, that's really weak. I mean, you're using electricity. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're not hand tapping these tattoos in, yeah. you know. You're, you know, <laughs> it's like, are you using gloves? Because they weren't using gloves even 30 years ago. That's you right. Know? Like, I mean, we, we, we evolve as, as humans and um, everything that is done in the, uh, the art, I mean, the art of tattooing, it continues to get more and more amazing because people are willing to try something new, you know? Um, so, 
you know, so that, that argument just doesn't stand up, you know? Yeah, I guess if that person really wanted to be as traditional as possible, they would regret it instantly if they got a tattoo the way that, like, cavemen would be getting tattoos. Yeah, I mean, the, the original tattoo was assumed to be, like, a hot stick st- stuck yeah. in some coal and then, like, you know, shoved into a wound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Singing a different tune shortly after that. It's like, all right, it's fine. Yeah. Do whatever you want. So, but do you get a lot of people that kind of come at you and say that what you're doing is, I don't know, not the, the proper way or... Not really. I mean, I think that it's it's more just, you know, like the only like haters or whatever are going to be people who are just like, you know, they're, they're artists who aren't vegan, who don't want to like deal with like, you know, vegan vegans, you know, or like, you know, like why are you going to, how is it, it, it it's going to like... It's hard for you to offer vegan tattoos if you're not vegan, uh-huh. you know? So, even though you totally could, you know, but some clients might question it, you know? And, um, you know, it, it, so I just, I, I, I have received some amount of, like, hate just from people who are like, you know, why is this guy so busy? You know, because... So it's mostly other tattoo artists that kind of come at you a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you know, no client would approach me um, if if they if they didn't want a vegan tattoo, you uh-huh. know. Um, I think most people think it's really cool, you know, even if they... Right. Even, even people who eat meat, it's just like, oh, like, why would I want that stuff, like, in, that, in my body? Or why would I... Sure. I don't know. Most of the, yeah. like... At, Pretty much every reaction I get is, you know, see vegan tattoos on my card or something like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, that makes total sense. Right. Awesome. Right. That's the thing is not a lot of people know about it. And I mean, you're doing great work just informing people that it exists. And uh, that's what I'm hoping happens with this podcast is maybe, you know, maybe a tattoo artist will hear this and just be like, oh, maybe I should start carrying some vegan pigments and ointments and things like that. And, uh, you know... Yeah, who knows? Any, any of those people can get in touch with me, and I'll be glad to like give them my list of what I use. And you know, I mean, I'm on a couple of like tattoo-only message boards and stuff, and and that the question has come up a few times, and I've shared my like because I have, I make my own um, Vaseline alternative. Okay. So I've shared that recipe with them, and you know, I have clients from other countries who like can't get back to me for you know their next tattoo or whatever and you know they've asked like oh can I you know can you tell me what you use so I can get my my tattoo artist to do it and I'm happy to share that stuff I mean that's great that's you know the same thing with the vegan community it's you know whether it's food or whatever it's all about you know getting it out there and making sure that you know it's easy to to be the best vegan you can be and uh you know, if it's just sharing your recipe for whether it's a veggie burger or a tattoo pigment, mm-hmm. then uh, you know it's it's a makes a huge difference, and it's uh, it's all about the community. That's yeah. it's a it's a great thing that you're doing. Um, are there a lot of other vegan tattoo artists in Los Angeles? There's none other in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. Wow, way to corner the market. Though. Yeah, it's like a little monopoly going on. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a few there's from my knowledge there's like. One um, girl who 
you know, like if you if you look up vegan tattoos in LA, you'll see mostly me, and then you'll there's like a mention of her on a couple of sites. Uh-huh. And um, I met her once, and uh, she seemed like a great great girl. Um, but I can't seem to like figure out where she works because she doesn't work at the place that's listed on. Oh, uh, okay. And All there's right. no um, like her Facebook doesn't really have a lot of pictures of tattoos and stuff. So I don't know. I'm not sure what her deal is. I don't want to make any assumptions, but sure. Um, I'm the easily easiest ex- accessible, I suppose. You know. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, is there maybe uh, one tattoo or somebody that you'd like? Like, who would you like to tattoo the most? If you could tattoo anybody in the world, who would it be? I, just, I realize you just took a big bite of your yeah. veggie burger. Then small bite. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't really... It's not like I'm like, oh, I want to tattoo this celebrity or, you know. Right. But just like, you know, there's... Like someone who has, like, clean, soft skin. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and and you were telling me earlier that a lot of the, uh, you know, Los Angeles... People in the Los Angeles vegan community do come to you. Uh you, were, you mentioned actually somebody who's on the podcast, Chef Tony mm-hmm. uh, from M Cafe is one of your clients. Yeah, I have a lot of like um, clients that are, you know, like I, I tattoo um, Antoinette and I tattoo um, Nizar from Cruisers Pizza. Um, I, I haven't tattooed, well, I've tattooed some of the, the waitresses at Doomies, um, but the the two to the two owners don't have any tattoos uh-huh. but they didn't tell me when they're ready they'll they'll contact when they're ready me. yeah yeah um yeah so um you know i've tattooed like alf people and i've tattooed like um people from uh you know Anna, the gentle barn and from um, oh that's great from uh, animal acres uh-huh. um and you know various recipes. We talked about both of those, by the way, on our second episode with Clara from Clara's Cakes. She's too young to get tattoos, but if she's ever ready, I'm sure she'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I've I've, uh, I've tattooed a lot of the the movers and shakers in the in the vegan Los Angeles vegan community. Um, That's cool. That's really yeah. great. I always say I want to do like some kind of dinner or something to like bring a lot of these folks together because. You know, it's like they don't necessarily know each other, uh-huh. but they all like you know, like all the different like rescuers and all the different you know. Uh, yeah. It yeah. just it just seems like there there'd be a. I've been I've been fortunate that I've been able to connect people that have been guests on the podcast with each other, um, and and it's been great. You know, the collaborations that have been coming from, you know, them being like, oh, I heard this person on your show. You know, I'd love to talk to them, and you know, just connecting people is kind of the way to do it. It's like, like we we're saying, all about the community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, I think it's. I think we can wrap things up. But uh, how can people get in touch with you? How can, maybe people see your work. Yeah, um, the best way would probably be through uh, my blog, which is um, SpoonerTattoos.com. Um, you can. I, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on. Tumblr, like you know, Instagram. You know, you can find me in all of those. Um, my, uh, should I give my phone number? If you'd like. Uh, the phone number to the shop is called. The shop's called Monocle, and it's a private studio. Uh, the number is two one three five four five six 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 eight. 
Cool. And I actually noticed that uh, I couldn't find Monocle on Yelp. Yeah. So uh, I didn't put. I haven't put it on there just because I'm a little. I don't know. Like I'm. I'm so busy that I don't really like to have a lot of like random walk-ins. Oh, okay. So it's intentionally not on there. Yeah. Like I just. The word gets out the way it's supposed to get out. Yeah, like you know, I'm here, but I'm like here by myself. I don't have a like. If you look online or whatever, you won't find my address. I just give it to my clients, you know. Right. So I just I'm here by myself. I don't have a receptionist or anything like that. So it's like when people the place is small that we can you know we can fit three or four people in here comfortably. So sometimes. I'll be tattooing and like somebody comes in for a consultation and then all of a sudden it feels really crowded, you know? So the last thing I want, I'm on Fairfax, it's a busy street, so the last mm-hmm. thing I want is like, you know, six like kids from Fairfax High like trying to get tattoos. And, yeah, and a, a block away there's a tattoo shop that's very flashy about it being a tattoo shop. Yeah, and they do great work over yeah. there and it's like, you know, as, as good as a street shop is going to get. Yeah. Um, it's just a completely different vibe mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to cut into their business I don't need to yeah. you know what I'm saying so they can um, take all the Fairfax kids <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's just um, there's a lot of different environments and sometimes you want to go to a shop and then you want to have like eight other artists and you want to like you know you want like there to be death metal playing and you know it, that that's a that's a vibe you know uh-huh. that's not the vibe that I have in my shop sure you know so um you know, I try to make a very like personal, uh, relaxing environment. Um, I find most of my clients are, um, you know, not getting their first tattoo at 18. You know, though I do those and I and I love tattooing everyone, but I have a lot of like, um, you know, older folks who like ha- older by you know, 30s. Sure. You sure. know, who like have careers and have you know and like are getting like some major work done yeah. and just want to like zone out to like some jazz or whatever you know and that's awesome uh, you know I like to do I like to provide that you know so I don't know but if you're 18 and you want to hear metal while we tattoo I can do that Why not? too I, Why not? <laughs> I got that cool well uh, thanks for talking to me James uh, we have some veggie burgers to finish over here and some soups and salads and stuff uh, but yeah, uh, so SpoonerTattoos.com? Yeah, SpoonerTattoos.com, and just Google me, James Spooner. Just Google it, you'll find me. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm very accessible. Great, and clearly you're willing to answer any questions anybody might have, yeah. uh, or if anybody maybe is looking for a vegan tattoo artist, maybe in New York, since you're from New York, maybe you know somebody out there. Yeah. You I know. also go to New York um, once every two months. I go for a week, a week and a half, so I'm there regular enough that I I do you know I have a lot of multi-session pieces in progress oh, and that's stuff great. so that's awesome so yeah there are uh, there are vegan ta- a lot of vegan tattooers in New York and I can put you in touch or you can meet me when I come out sounds great well thanks for talking to me right on thanks mm-hmm.